With Metro and the best deal in wireless, you can rule your day. Get two lines with 5G access included for just $35 a month per line, period. With taxes and regulatory fees included every month. All on America's largest 5G network at no extra charge. Metro by T-Mobile. Empowering you to rule your day. Requires auto pay. First month is $40 per line for two lines. 5G access requires capable device. Coverage not available in some areas. See Metro by T-Mobile.com or store for details. Welcome, listener. How are you? We're glad you're doing well. So, what are we going to talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about a topic that someone was uh, messaging about in the messenger group that I just joined on Facebook. Um, and don't worry, I'm going to, of course, um, send you, you know, send you the link and put the link in our chat so that we can keep track of uh, who everybody, so that we can keep track of whoever who everybody is and where where I found this topic, but it's a good one today. The topic is robots for blind people. So I have a lot to say about robots. I have a lot to say about blindness, and I have a lot to say about people. So this could be good. We need to, first of all, define, I think, in our group, you know, exactly what is a robot, okay? Really, our whole world basically is a robot right now, even though that the robots that most of us are encountering on a daily basis are not necessarily the robots that we hear about in Star Wars um, or a lot of other sci-fi movies. We still are encountering robots, you know, when we go to a store, when we go to the bank. Um, basically, anytime we interact with society, we are interacting um, with a robot. So I would basically define a robot as any device or any piece of technology that has certain uh, mechanical features and certain elements of artificial intelligence and that this device helps society in some way or fashion. Now, we need to be very, very aware of how much robots are actually influencing our lives right now. As I am speaking to you, listener, Google is recording me. Facebook is recording me. People all over the world, although this is not a live broadcast, this is a podcast that I am recording, although this is a recording, and although I am recording on a secure Wi-Fi, I know that people are still listening to what I'm saying. I was watching a commercial on YouTube about this very thing. That we need to be very careful about how we use the internet because everything we say online is written down, is basically recorded by robots. Everything we do. So the only way to prevent Google from listening to everything I say would for me to stop talking. Why would I want to do that? 
when we have a great podcast. So you just need to be aware, listener, that when you're listening to Aaron's show, um, if you do not want as many people or as many listeners to be eavesdropping on you during your enjoyment of the podcast, you should listen to me on your Wi-Fi in your house, on a secure Wi-Fi. And then less people, less robots will be spying on you, as we say. Or less robots will be um, monitoring the topics of our show, you know. In fact, Anchor is also listening to this show so that um, they can decide what advertisements to, to put on the show based on the topics that we talk about, which is why it's important in our group to have a wide range of topics that we can talk about. So that way um, we eventually get to a point where other other companies come to our podcast to advertise different products and then it would you know get really interesting. So robots are basically interfering and and helping us every single day. The intellectual question that we need to ask ourselves as people, as blind people, but as people of the world, or at very least of as listeners of Aaron's show, do we really need to be concerned about this? And I'm going to give my intellectual answer to the best of my ability. I would say, for the most part, we need to be conscious of the fact that we are being recorded and monitored, but we do not need to freak out about it, okay? There, there is so much data that is being thrown around the world that although the data that is collected from people every day is being stored, there's also a lot of data that is lost. And this is a, this is a critical factor, and this is a critical point when it comes to the future of inventing things like that, like, like technology. Um, I mean, I can I can give you an example right here. I was speaking with a uh, student from. I'm um, actually I'm not going to tell you where. It's irrelevant. I was speaking to a student and I was telling them, oh, you know, a friend of mine he wants to study computer science. Um, what should they be doing? And they said, well, your friends should focus their attention on being the inventor of new technology so that he is not maintaining a system that is already developed. He needs to be the inventor. So if anyone out there is wondering, okay, what type of job or what, what might be a good job for me in the future, well, if you're really good with technology and you have a lot of ideas about inventing new software to manage and control data usage, that is a huge, huge factor um, in the market right now. And you will be employed. If not, if not employed, you'll be able to at least invent software and then be able to um, well, make money off your invention. So that is a that is a potential. There's a lot of I would say there's actually a lot of potential there. Now, outside of all of this, do we really need to spend time worrying about the fact that Google is spying on our every move and and Facebook does the same thing? I would say for the most part, no. Because unless we are doing something illegal, or unless we are doing something that we should not be doing, then we really ultimately have nothing to worry about. 
I would caution you and I would suggest that any activity that you do online should be done for the most part at home on a secure Wi-Fi because it is more difficult for the world to find out what you are doing when you're on secure Wi-Fi. By the way, remember, I said it is more difficult. I did not say it's impossible for Google to watch you or for people to watch you when you're on your secure Wi-Fi. It is simply more difficult and simply less of your information or less crumbs or less data is leaked out through secure Wi-Fi. Most of it, by the way, most of the data that is observed is data that is in public places, I would I would estimate. Um, you know, the real thing that you do need to be concerned about, though, is the issue of of hackers and vicious people online that try to take advantage of us. Um, I mean, there are just so many YouTube videos now out there about this topic. It's, uh, you know, there's, it's really not funny, but at this point there's, there, there's just, you, you just, when you watch some of these videos on YouTube with people exposing these scammers online, it's just, it's just weird. It's just sad. There's, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people today in our world who are giving up uh, so much, so much money to, to, to scammers. So please don't do that. Um, even before I came, became a broadcaster here on Anchor, I researched this company to make sure that Anchor is the best way to produce a podcast. And it is. So it's very important to do your research about everything. But as far as if you're going to spend time worrying about being tracked or being seen or being observed, I would I would be more concerned with the hackers, the vicious hackers, than I would be with the Google and Facebook people monitoring your, your every move. Is it true that they probably are doing it to a lot of people? Certainly not all of us, but are they doing it to a lot of people? Yes, but there's really nothing we can do about it. And all of the talk that we hear on a daily basis about different, you know, breaches of, of data, um, that's been going on every day. That happens every day. So that's kind of my opinion of, of robots in our, in our lives today. Now, robots in, well, actually... It probably makes sense for me to then tell you what I think about robots for blind people. Now, you you recently joined... Now, the person who said it, I don't actually know who you are. The person who said it, though, is someone in our group. Um, and they... Let me think how to explain it. They, Yeah, they wrote robots for blind people, but I I actually do not know... Specifically, you know, what you meant. Did you mean robots that will help blind people? Do you mean robots that blind people will be able to use more easily? So... One of the... Well, let me let me just answer it this way. That it, 
if you are talking about robots that help blind people and that blind people should use, I would strongly recommend using Apple products because Apple products are just really useful uh, for blind people with the voiceover and the Siri. I mean, that's that's just amazing. Um, the the other area that I want to see more research or that I, that the other thing that I want to talk about that I think needs to be addressed is the issue that actually it was for sure a, a parent, um, in one of the groups, um, that I'm in asked the question this way. I'm, I'm going to paraphrase the question. What, um, home security system is the most accessible? Now I will tell you I will tell you a lot, and I think this is a very critically important topic for blind people today in America. And some of some of you who are listening to Aaron's show are from Great Britain, um, and some of you are from Canada. But if you live in the United States, you know that our country over the past ten to fifteen years has actually gotten a lot more. Um, unstable as it relates to uh, people's, um, well, it's a lot of things. For one thing, the the drug epidemic in our country has uh, become out of control. Um, And so because of that, the uh, crime rate, specifically the crime rate of theft and um, stealing from people has really grown in the United States. It's very sad. Um, All of it is very unfortunate. But what this has amounted to is people in the United States are much more likely today are more likely, I think, to try to break into someone's home now than they were, you know, uh, uh, 20 years ago. I moved into my village, wherever it may be, 20 years ago when I was a boy with my parents. And um, back then, I mean, nobody ever thought in my neighborhood to have Security. I mean, that was something you would see in a movie back in the 90s, a security system. Um, but about, I, I forget when it happened specifically, but about a couple of years, let, let me just go with, let, let's go with for, for the show today, let's say, let's say three years ago, um, people in our neighborhood did get broken into. Um, some people uh, got into their home, they stole medicine. And stuff like that, and ever and ever since then, the neighborhood was talking about it. And ever since then, um, my parents decided to install a home security system. Now, specifically speaking, I do not use the app that my parents have access to because I don't need to. I don't need access to it. Um, but it does seem to be quite accessible. So I think there are a lot of options for a lot of these different apps. Um, I should not say the name of the company because I'm really not supposed to do that if I don't have a sponsor yet for the company. Actually, that might be not really against the law, but that might break a rule or something like that. So it's probably not a good idea for me to talk too much about it. But I would say that if if you're blind, it is critically important to have um, a home security system. Um, the other thing then that happened was then um, 
about four or five months ago, we noticed or I noticed that there was a lot of people um, in my community or around around my around my home and they would ring the doorbell a lot and they would create a lot of um, unnecessary um, unnecessary stress. So we then decided to install cameras. Um, so our home is um, is is protected. And here's the interesting thing. I have usable vision. So if someone is on the camera, I'm able to see them. How, however, if you are totally blind, if you do not have any usable vision, um, it would be challenging. And it would be a significant factor in determining when to let someone into your home if you are totally blind. It's very serious. So I hope that someone in this group or someone or a listener will take advantage of this podcast and listen to my advice that I think that we need to invent better technology for blind people that you know works with their computer, works with their iPhone that tells them who is approaching their home. I mean, you, you kind of can tell. I mean, if, if the, the thing is, if someone is statistically, if someone is going to break into your home in America, it's usually someone you know. Almost, I, I don't know what the percentage is. I'm just going to guess. I would say eh, 55 to 60% of the time, the person who is actually breaking into your home is usually a friend or a coworker or someone who's angry at you a lot of the time. Certainly not all the time, but a lot of times it's someone who knows you. Because for someone to break into someone else's home in America, the the perp would have to know, the thief would have to know the person's schedule of when they get up and when they leave their home, you know, and when they go to the office and things. So usually it's not some stranger. Usually, or I, I mean, we shouldn't say usually, but often. I think it's fair to say often. Often it's someone we know. So I guess it kind of defeats the purpose of me saying then that we should develop an app or develop technology that when someone approaches your home, the app should tell you who they are. Because kind of by the time they've already committed to doing their crime of doing their their break-in, it's probably sadly going to happen. And it's probably going to be too late, which is why you need to have home security in the first place. But I mean, really... Let's take it from the perspective of friends. If if you're supposed to go over to your friend's house, you, you need to know who the friend is and you need to know what time they're going to come. So really, although it is important for blind people to take home security seriously and we do need to seriously improve technology as it relates to home security uh, for, uh, for, for, for blind people, blind people also need need to keep their guard up and need to be very strict about making it crystal clear to a friend that if a friend comes over, they're going to come over when you tell them to come over and you're going to know exactly what time to expect them. So it kind of goes both ways. We need to work on the technology. Everybody needs home security. Um, and then everybody needs to be aware of who their friends are and where everybody is. I mean, there's so many apps where you can track people. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, that's that's 
a robot for blind people, I guess. That relates back to really artificial intelligence and, and robotics. Um, but, I mean, you also ask, you know, robots for blind people. Well what, other, well, what other things do you want your robot to do? You know, do you want a smart house? Do you want the robot to... Um, operate your oven, operate your refrigerator. I mean, these are these are things the robot can do. Um, my my home where I live was built um, in the nineties, so my home is not as advanced as some of the other homes that you might be hearing about or seeing. Um, you know, on a movie in a movie. And by the way, if if you're blind and if you're a listener of Aaron's show from Canada or Great Britain um, or anywhere, but right now that's where most of you are, either United States, Canada or Great Britain. If you're from Great Britain or Canada, know that what you're seeing in movies about the United States is um, not always accurate. In fact, it's really only about how less than 1% of our population actually lives. And I think this is a valid point that I stress to students. And I think it's a really a valid point for any listener to Aaron's show that, you know, one of the things I hope to do is to educate more people about the reality of life in the United States. Um, Not saying that it's good or bad. I'm just saying you should know how we really live and how things really are in the United States. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we, need, we need to work on that. We need to work on the home, home security issue. But blind people in America also need to stand up and do what's right for them, too. So that one goes both ways. Um, the issue of, you know, making a, a smart home for blind people. Well, the truth of it is there probably already are things like that. Now and but, and I'm going to say I'm going to put in a but. <clears throat> I do not mean, I I preface this by saying I do not mean to hurt your feelings, listener, but a lot of blind people are struggling um, when it comes to employment. And so a lot of blind people out there simply might not have the money for a smart home. And that's frustrating, but that's okay. Because my hope is that these robots and these technology, primarily from Google and Apple, those companies do great things for us. Um, and both Google and Apple both do do amazing things for blind people too. In addition to in addition to uh, watching us and watching what we search and watching our data, they also help us a lot too. So that's that's a critical factor. That there's great things. Um, there's positives and negatives, pros and cons for everything. Hey there, welcome to Aaron's show, Nani. Nani just sat down uh, next to me here. Yeah, by the way, did you like the neighborhood walk? I haven't seen, I haven't seen um, your feedback about that. I'm sure you guys enjoyed it. So I, my hope with technology is that it will grow to a point where more and more of us will start to have more and more advanced technology. You know, as the, as the cost starts to go down, as we start to really master the technology, um, the other thing that I was going to say, the other thing that I was going to say about mastering technology is I think that there is probably a lot of research that is being done into, um, 
facial recognition. Yeah. And this goes back to what I was saying about the, the home security situation. One of the branches of technology that I do know about that is being researched a lot in R&D is the issue of facial recognition software, you know, to a point where your your house will get to a point where it sees you walking up to it, basically. There's cameras and it would just see you. And then it will get to a point where the house just opens for you and the door just slides open. It will certainly get to a point. In fact, I think that there are people in this world for sure who already have that. I, I'm not important enough to know who you are, but I know that you, I know that you have that technology. I know that that, that technology exists for you. <clears throat> so don't worry about all of that. Um, the, the, the great things that Apple, Google, and Facebook do for blind people will certainly over, overwrite and override the, the small, con, the few cons. And I really hope that as a as a result of all of this, one of the things that I hope is that we end up with a society with simply more accessibility, where more things are easier. Now, if more things are are easier for us, well, then we need to be careful of something. We need to be careful that we do not become too lazy. Because people by their nature, I tell you, I was speaking with a student just this morning about this very concept. People by their nature are incredibly lazy. Let me tell you, lazy, 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 lazy. There's laziness in basically every industry. And there's laziness in every industry because every industry has people you know and people and people are lazy that's just how some how people are it is it is our nature as animals it is our nature as humans as i've used this term before it is our nature as homo sapiens to be lazy so we need to be (coughs) excuse me we need to be really careful how much we depend on the technology Okay, and we need to be careful specifically what technology we develop. As I said, I want most of the technology to be developed. I mean, I, I mean, I, I do not work in a company where I. It is not my job to appropriate or to decide ways and means. Basically, the ways that money is spent and money is used. But if I was in that position of power, I would focus my attention on home security. Um, the utilization of artificial intelligence to do more with software with facial recognition so that we can properly ID people and properly know who people are. So that hopefully, by the way, as I said before about hackers and scams, hopefully we'll be able to tell who the good people are more easily. And then, of course, hopefully we'll be able to identify the scammers more easily. I don't know. Could be wrong. I don't know much about this, actually. My academic background was in the field of international relations. So if you're someone, I know that there are blind people who specialize in, in this computer science, IT, AI, robotics. I know that you're, I know that you are out there. Now, I don't know if you're a listener to Aaron's show, but you're out there for sure. But if given the chance, I would appropriate the funds to uh, maximize our research in artificial intelligence and home security. I think that's a that's a critical area. Um, and 
I don't know. I would do some other things too. Some other things with medicine. We need to work on medicine and using um, more um, or less invasive surgeries and things like that. But I, I am certainly not a biomedical engineer, so that's not for me. But I would say that the, I know that they're also thinking about that one too. A biomedical engineering as it relates to <clears throat> as it relates to um, non-invasive non-invasive surgeries and things. And things like that. So then this really kind of brings us back to to your to your question, I suppose, which was you know, how do we use how how should we be using robots as blind people? Well, We should be using robots as blind people, I think. Anytime that we're doing the right thing with the technology, anytime we're doing the right thing, helping someone, educating someone, being safe, being successful, uh, building technology that truly helps people, that's when we should be using the robot. And any other time that we are not using the robots, or any other time that we're using the robot to waste time, be lazy, well... That's just not a robot that I want. Okay, that's not a robot that I'm going to endorse. Um, if I was a patent lawyer, which I'm not, but if I was a robot that makes people lazy, eh, might make a lot of money, but it's going to cause a lot of other problems too that I don't want. So I wouldn't sign a patent for that. No way. No way in the world would I ever support something like that that helps us to be lazy and, and unhealthy. Yeah, I guess, you know, and the other the other thing about health, too, that I've seen, I've seen a lot of blind people commenting about the fact that um, when there was some, I, 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 I don't really remember who, who said it in particular, um, but someone did, did comment in one of the groups along the way that they you know, went to a pharmacy and they they have it in, in their home. They have a piece of technology that reads to them the bottles or something that reads to them the label from the pharmacist. But the label or the, the reader, the robot that reads the um, label, I guess it's called, in their opinion, the robot made some insensitive remark about, um, what was it, something about... Oh, I, I, I think I remember. By the way, if it if you're a listener to Aaron's show and you because I, I know that you would remember how you phrased it and how you felt about it. So it, send me an audio message. Tell me tell me comment below and tell me more about it. But I know that the um <clears throat> I know that the robot said something to you about if you can't use your prescription or if you do not understand this medicine, contact your caregiver or something like that. And I, I understand why that why that rubbed you the wrong way, why that didn't sit well in your stomach. Um, I, I do know who you are and I know that you do, you do not need a caregiver. Um, you do not have one, nor do you need one. The question was, was the fact that the robot, the software was programmed to say that sentence, is the legal argument there that that was insensitive to the blind consumer? Well, I, I don't really know. I'm, I'm sorry, and I agree with why you were frustrated by it and why you were upset about it. Um, but really, was that, you know, 
you know, for our group, was that really that bad? Um, well, yeah, it was pretty bad if you had to say it. If it if it bothered you enough to stop what you were doing and post on Facebook, then yeah, it, it's it's valid. Your concern is valid. Would would I be bothered by it? Eh, I don't know. So that is basically, you know, what what I can tell you today. I'm also pleased to tell you that someone out there is uh, coming to the United States soon. I don't know really why you're coming. I saw your message, so I'm not I'm not going to say so on the air. But I know I don't know why you're coming, but really. I hope you have a wonderful time here in the United States. Okay? Um, so let me know what you want to talk about um, tomorrow in the next in the next episode. And um, let me know, um, by the way, are any of you down in uh, Florida and, and the South right now? Because you guys are going to get a, supposedly going to get quite a, quite a hurricane. Hurricane uh, Dor- Dorian or D- 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 uh, Dorian, yeah, you guys are going to get a get a big storm down there. So keep safe, and to the uh, person, um, to our friend who's coming to the United States in the future, um, safe travels, of course. Bon voyage to you, and welcome. And so I think at this point, I think I've covered the topic today about robots, artificial intelligence, and my opinion about home security and what blind people need to be doing um, to really live a safe and productive life, even though that we live in this crazy and robotic world. So as, as I always like to say, as we always say, in case you're new, if this was your first experience with Aaron's show, welcome. And if you're a longtime listener, we're glad to have you because today you were listening to Aaron's show, the show for blind persons, where we talk about issues in the blindness community, we'll talk about issues with your family, your friends, your co-workers, and education. Okay? So until next time, have a good day today and a great day tomorrow. A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you can save at penfed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Dunkin's new wake-up go-tos mean you never have to choose between breakfast meats again. Now you can get a wake-up wrap with bacon and a wake-up wrap with sausage for $3. That's savory and sweet, crispy and spicy. It's everything you love about breakfast for $3. Wake up your day with new wake-up go-tos. Get two egg and cheese wraps for $2 or mix and match your favorite meats with two bacon, ham, sausage, or turkey sausage wraps for $3. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Exclusions apply. Limited time offer.